Hi Joe, Goblin Tenchman here. So I've, I've been out of the loop for a little while, so I'm sort of catching up with the podcasts and things. So yeah, really, really uh, bummed out here about you uh, losing your job there. That's that really that really sucks. And um, but you know, on the plus side, starting an OnlyFans page that's great. Good for you. Good for you, sir. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll subscribe. I'll, I'll su- subscribe to that. that. That wouldn't be weird, would it? Yeah, looking forward to seeing your uh, signature move, the old Pathfinder. <laughs> uh, sorry, dude, I couldn't help myself, but I am catching up on your episodes, and uh, I'll I'll probably drop you a few more. All right, cheers, fella. Bye. Hey, Joe, Jason of the Rat Pack here. So, yeah, New York strip steaks just done in the oven. You, you know, if you have a broiler in your oven, you can actually do a, a kind of half-decent job cooking them. Um, if I was doing it just for me, I'd just do salt and pepper. Um, my wife has some issues with salt and whatnot, so I don't. With, with other meats, a lot of times I'll do olive oil and then salt and pepper. But anyway, yeah, the steaks were good. Thank you. I, I really enjoyed Hindsightless After Dark, and I was going to propose that game for Thursday night when we finished Deadlands, you know, with a group with Carl. But since we had camp, since it has to be in person, maybe we'll save it, and that can be a, a key feature of RichterCon. What do you think? Hey, Joe. Daniel from Bandit's Keep. Finally catching up my podcast and listening to your, uh, the first, I guess, is a bunch of calling shows after of the min-maxing. And you've just started, so uh, this is my typical thing of calling in before you get to say your piece. <laughs> um, but you said something that I hear a lot that, I, that always, like, triggers me a bit, which is the idea that, like, no matter what a player can do, the GM can always figure out a way to make them less powerful or not be the star or however you just said it. And that, to me isn't how I want to play the game. So I guess that's maybe my biggest problem with someone who overbuilds, I'll say, a character. Um, I have no problem with people making their characters as good as possible. I mean, if you roll a high dexterity, right, you should be a dexterity-type character. Why would you be a strength character if you rolled a five strength and a high dexterity? You know, that doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, I totally get that part. But, oop, two messages. Okay, so, sorry. Went out of signal, so I lost my thought. But, uh... Anyways, uh, I think the main problem, if, if I want to say problem at all, with the power building is, in my mind, is when it's not the thing that everybody does. Okay, because your idea of the GM leveling the playing field is awesome if everybody builds an optimal character. But if only one or two people do it and you start ramping up the danger to match those one or two people, then the people who didn't power build are now getting squished. Or vice versa. You don't want to squish the rest of the party, so you make it too easy for the other person, and it becomes boring for them. I mean, maybe some people like playing on easy mode, uh, for lack of a better way to describe it, but I think most people don't once they've played a little bit. Maybe for a one-shot or a two-shot, it's awesome to run around just crushing everything without even trying, but most players, i found, if they are too powerful, they will find it boring. So I think there, there needs to be some kind of a balance, and it should be more of an out-of-game, the whole group should talk about it. Like, I think it would be amazing to play in a, in a short campaign, short for me because I don't think this would be my style of gaming, where you were like demigods and just the most optimized team, you know, to break in there. Everybody had their little skill set and they were the best at it. You work together as a team. That would be super fun for a short period for me. And some people might like that all the time. But again, it only works if the whole team is like that. If you've got the one person that can do everything and nobody else really can, that becomes boring after a while in my mind. And I think in a lot of players' minds, especially the ones that look, we'll say look down on, I don't even know if that's the right word, on power building. But I do think also there's a big difference between power building, 
which is kind of disregarding everything for power and optimizing, which is making a character that makes sense. You know, the fighter having a good weapon and good armor, the thief having a high dex, that kind of stuff. Okay, so, yeah, you make some really excellent points. I mean, the only counterpoint I would say there is that's one kind of fantasy, you know? There is the Conan fantasy, right? But there's also lots of stories where the person who is the average person achieves greatness through their feats and their uh, their deeds. They don't start off the strongest. They don't start off knowing the most. But through adventure, they become that. So that lines up with your, wouldn't you learn the skills? Wouldn't you find these spells? Yeah, I agree with that 100%. However... When I'm talking about power gaming, and I think a lot of people that I talk about power gaming with, we're not talking about the obvious things that people would do. We're talking about the people that go through the rule books, looking through each page for a way a sentence is phrased so that they can take advantage of some kind of loophole in the rules to overcome things that were set up in the rules as balance points, to create characters that weren't meant to be, in a sense, the way the rules were made. Now, that in and of itself is a game and also a skill to make these characters. So again, I'm not bashing those people, but I mean, that's usually the power of the gamer that I'm thinking of. The one that looks in there and goes, oh, you know what? This says this here and this here. And if I combine those two things, now I'm creating myself a character that has some off the charts armor class that really the people that made the game didn't really you know, plan on. So now nothing will balance against that properly. And then you end up with a situation where the person is essentially, I'm realizing I'm leaving a lot of messages. I'm going to actually maybe try to record something on my podcast, but you bring up a lot of good points. Hopefully I could cut off in the middle. But I think my point that I'm trying to make is that, yes, it's true that some adventurers, maybe most adventurers should be optimized on some level, but I don't know. I think that when you have nothing to lose, you're more likely to take risks. And if you look at, you know, almost anything, like think about the average person that gets into dangerous type careers. There was that show that was on for a while, I don't know, it was a long time ago, where they would go to like the dirty jobs or the dangerous jobs. And most of those people, when you talk to them, they weren't, you know, scientists and stuff. They were people that were looking for a way to improve themselves. And these jobs, nobody wanted. That's how I look at adventurers. I don't look at adventurers as superheroes. I look look at them like nobody really wants to be those people but they're necessary. And those people are not always the pinnacles of society and not always the strongest, fastest, smartest. Okay, Joe, I'll throw you a bone. I'll I'll give you one more call. We're talking about, oh, that's what my character would do. So last night I was in a game and I did a, oh, what my character would do. So I'm going to talk about that. And I'm going to talk about this on my show too, but hey, there's a little bit of crossover. Not all of it's crossover. And it's a fun story, so I don't mind telling it twice. I was playing in Joe Salvador of Raven Guy Games, yet to be released, Reaver, which is a sword and sorcery game, kind of OSR-ish with some interesting twists to it. The quick start will be available in a couple weeks, and I'll you know be pushing it hard when it comes out because it's a great game. But in that game, I'm basically playing a thug. I'm he's kind of based on. If you ever watch like the Irish gangster movies and like these low level thugs that are, you know, their bosses in the extortion racket and they're the ones that get sent to break people's legs. Well, that's what my character is. So there's this big street fight. I'll tell the whole story on my podcast, but there's this big street fight and there's an enemy. Fa- it's effectively an enemy faction. And our guys got sucked in because sucked into the fight. 
So ideally, we should be fighting the guards in, in, in the enemy faction, but there are a bunch of other people involved in the fight, right? Well, and like I say, my guy is basically your basic thug. He's, he's a rogue, but he's kind of a thuggish rogue. And so, you know, he's not going to let anybody give him crap. And, you know, if you spit on him, he's going to, you, you know, decap you, right? So we're, we're there doing our thing in this fight. And one of the drunk bar patrons tries to take a swing at me the, the first turn. And, and unfortunately for him, he slips him. He, he takes a swing at me. He misses because he rolled bad. And, and he slips and falls on his face. So now it's my character's action because I lost initiative. So I could either move him forward to engage the enemy faction. Or this guy just took a swing at me. And I've got my ego to... It not well, yeah, it's mainly ego reputation. I was going to say, but effectively, it's his ego to uphold. So instead of moving towards the enemy that turn, he, you, you know, curb stomps this guy on the ground, and then the next turn he moved and engaged the enemy. But so I did that because that's what my character would do. Did that kind of screw the party? Yeah, I don't think so in the long run, and and I don't think anybody that was playing in that game would think so in the long run, but. You know, that is something that might frustrate other people in a game. But, I mean, that's, you know, it's what you would do. I don't know. So so what do you think? Was I wrong? Talk to me, Joe. Set me straight.